So, we get a war room meeting because the Corleone family have killed Bruno Tataglia, who is the son (laughs) When the fuck did he do that? Well, apparently they did it at like 4am in the morning and... Okay. The, didn't mean that. The, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't see you don't see it happen. It's all off screen, but they're off-screen talking about murder. it. I know, I know. Off screen whack offs, and Bruno is the son of the the head of the Tataglia family, and Sonny is the one who ordered the hit because Sonny wants war. Oh, Sonny's out he for vengeance. It, yeah, Sonny wants he will it to whack break off out. as many of that family as he possibly can. Because of yeah. what they did to his dad. He'll whack off every goddamn member of that family. He will. Multiple times he will if not, he needs he to. He will just not stop before he's whacked he, off every single one of them. He won't sleep until every Tataglia tat- yeah. member has been whacked, been whacked off. off. By him or by others. He doesn't care. Or by others. He'll use his hands, he'll use his mouth, whatever whatever he can get. Don't know how he'll whack off mouth. these guys. He'll probably use a gun, I imagine. Bite a man to death. And that does come into the film later on. Oh, so so. biting a man to death. Yeah, not to death, oh, okay. but there is a biting that happens. Yeah, it's Ugh. insane. It's utterly insane. Like in the, um, whacking off. <laughs> Some people like it. Who knows? Um, me. <laughs> I don't want to get whacked off at all. <laughs> so uh, they're having this war meeting. They're talking about Bruno Tataglia being whacked off, and they're saying that the police captain works for the Tataglias. And no one in the history of the crime family has ever uh, killed a police captain. Holy you know, shit. It's just, no it's one's just ever not whacked off a police captain. No one's ever whacked off the police captain. No one. Well, police I mean, captain it's too is, dangerous, is isn't pent it? pent up. Yeah, it's too... He's waiting. He's waiting for a whacking off. But, That's uh... why they call him the balls in blue. Because <laughs> he's never been whacked off. <laughs> that is why they call him that. That is exactly why they call him that. And... <laughs> <laughs> And uh, they're having this big chat, and then there's a guy called Salatro, who is the uh, drug dealer guy from the start. And Michael and Sonny are chatting, and Sonny says that um, they need to kill Salatro because he can't wait now. He's he's gonna kill Donald Corleone. Yeah. He's gonna whack off Donald um, because he has to because you know he's still alive. Is this Salatro? Rest- he's just desperate to get his drugs out there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She's just fucked off and gone somewhere else, really. I know, and this the whole way through this film, I was thinking if Donald had just backed him, if Donald had just given I mean, him hundred percent, he's right? gone in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all about honor, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like the honor Donald of slighted him, the so. honor of human trafficking young girls from the, foreign the countries in order drugs. to force them into prostitution against their will, as opposed <laughs> to just you know selling a bit of heroin <laughs> to people who are already selling addicted to heroin. heroin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How many how many new buyers do you get? Yeah, these young girls went already addicted to being human trafficked and therefore made them to <laughs> prostitute. It's a very difficult thing to get addicted to. It is, it is, but once you're hooked. Once you're hooked. <laughs> um And so he says that you know Salatro is gonna whack off Corleone and they can't let that happen. And Michael says that he will kill um Salatro yeah. and the police captain. He says that they want to set up a meeting. Uh, they want to meet with Michael because they know he's the most reasonable non-crime member of the family, um, and they want to they want to meet with him and discuss business yeah. and discuss a truce. What about Johnny Silverhand? Um, he was uh, 
he was a pretty non-crime involved member. Pretty non-crime member, yeah. Could have got in. He's been whacked off, I assume, <laughs> well, by this point. By the, There's a lot of whacking off going on. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's yeah. It's at this point that Michael takes a real turn. He's like, "Let's let's have this meeting. If you can get me a gun in the meeting, I'll just I'll just murder them both. I'll just murder the the chief of police and this drug." Michael guy. has gone fucking whole hog all of a sudden. He's gone west. He's, he's absolutely he's just said, Do you know what? I'm so sick of all this talk about fucking whacking people off that I'm just going to go and murder these guys. I'm sick of it now. You're all making innuendos and it's not yeah. funny. And he's just like, Time for me to get my hands dirty. It's time you let me whack off a couple of no, guys. He's not in for that. He's just he's wants not to kill it. them because he's been in the army. He's, he's heard all the whacking off jokes. He's just like, give me the guns. I'm going to go fucking kill them. <laughs> I'll fucking show you how it's done. No guys are getting whacked yeah. off. I'm just going to kill them. <laughs> this family cannot... Stop saying whacked off. <laughs> I don't know how you don't, I don't see it. I don't see what I don't you're know how you don't see so it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go down, I'm going to shoot the police chief dead, or captain, or whoever, and then I'm going to shoot this stupid little drug-peddling rat dead. And they're like, Done. Gonna, Jobs are good. You're going to whack both of them. No, I'm not. I'm going to shoot them to death. I'm going to kill them. I'm going to murder them. <laughs> I'm going to kill them in cold blood. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. And if you say the W O word again, I'm gonna be livid. There's a good chance I'll shoot you. You're not gonna whack off a member of your family. I'm. What did I say? You're getting shot, fella. You're getting shot. Bang bang. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he whacked off his own brother. Um... <laughs> it's all the rage nowadays, apparently. <laughs> step brother. Guns are on trends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can whack him as much as you like. <laughs> so, they come up with this plan. Clemenza and another old guy called Sal, they come up with this plan that they're going to, once they know where the restaurant is, once they know, they, they want it to be somewhere public where Michael will be safe, a restaurant or like a park or something. They decide that they want to have the meeting in a restaurant and once they'll let the <laughs> other family dis- decide park. what restaurant... Oh, the safest places of all the park. Yeah. Nothing ever bad (laughs) happens in the park. No one has ever been assaulted in a park. There's definitely loads of not cover in those trees. (laughs) No, in all those bushes and trees. No one has ever been assaulted in a park. And I'll go as far as No one's ever been whacked off in a park. No one's ever been whacked off in a park. I've been whacked off in a park. (laughs) But no one else things i didn't need to know every day's a school day on the breakfast club um <laughs> and they come up with this plan salon and um oh, I keep forgetting this guy's Volcano. name clemenza no. clemenza salon Sal clemenza they come up with this plan that they'll let the other family decide the location as long as it's somewhere public <laughs> that's not but decision. once that's not the sign, is it? <laughs> but once they know the location, yeah. they're going to go ahead of time. They're going to strap a gun oh. to the back of the cistern of a toilet. Michael will make his excuse that he needs to go for a piss or something midway through the meal. Yeah. He'll grab the gun from behind the cistern and he'll come out blasting. Just come out blasting. And he'll just pa, pa, blast pa, a couple pa. of guys in the face. Yeah, why didn't he, why didn't he strap pa, pa. shitloads of stuff to the back of the cistern? <laughs> Fucking yeah. gun. Uh, semi-automatic, gun. few grenades. Rocket launcher. Rocket launcher like Diod. You slap it all back there just in case. You never know, do you? You don't know what he'll need. You don't know what he'll need. Some lube, condoms. You know, you slap it all back there. 
<laughs> in case you decide you do want to whack off a guy, Mike, then you sorted. You're there. The joke was there. <laughs> I know, but I like to be obvious. Well, yeah, because our audience <laughs> are stupid. <laughs> and you, so... <laughs> that was so unnecessary. It's because we haven't like done it, one though. of his episodes yet. Yeah, really still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> they tell Michael that if he does this, because it's a chief of police... Uh, if he does this job, they're going to have to send him away afterwards somewhere safe to lie low. Yeah. And it could be, you know, more than a year before he comes back to America because, you know, the, the shit will kick oh, no. off. I know, one yeah. Year. One year away from America. <laughs> oh, yeah, what a terrible that's time. That's the worst thing I could possibly think of. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything worse than getting away from America for one whole year God, one entire 12 year months it's a long time isn't it <laughs> so they finally learn they they there's a whole scene where they're sat around and they're waiting because it's like an hour before this meeting and they still haven't been told where it's going to happen and then they finally get a call and they're told and sonny's like does anyone know this restaurant and sal is like yeah i know it and they drive to this restaurant and they sort the gun out and everything and they're fine anyway <laughs> Michael goes to the meeting and he gets in the car with the police of chief and this. Um, this is the second time slacker. in two episodes you said police of chief. That's weird, isn't it? It must be a drunk thing. I just can't say thing. chief of police yeah, when police I've had a drink. Chief. The police of chief. He gets in the car with the police of chief and Salato and they're chatting and they're having a real good time. Michael's sat, they're in like a almost like a station wagon style of car you know where there's like a bench and then the bench behind as well yeah so michael's on the bench the driver's in front and these two guys are behind him and they're having a a, a nice conversation and the police of chief is like um the police of chief again fucking hell. i thought that was i can't deliberate. say it. i thought it was deliberate. no it's in my head now no, I keep going the chief of no i quite like it ch- okay the police of chief is <laughs> Is saying like, "Oh, Michael's a nice boy, you know. You wouldn't do anything." <laughs> but he's like, "How creepy is that?" Michael's a yeah. nice boy. I mean, considering he broke his jaw when he punched him, didn't yeah. think he was that nice then. Is he all right now? Like, how long's it been? Because that's a good, that's a good like couple of months. There's an interesting development because Michael um, gets this like. He almost looks like Don Corleone. He gets this big swollen oh, yeah. cheek on his right hand side, and he starts talking with his mouth closed more so he starts he starts talking like this like not like the joker adam sandler in, uh, adam in little nicky yeah, yeah yeah oh I, god i love whacking off guys my chicken's fucking awesome <laughs> <laughs> um yeah the 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 chief of police says that you know oh, i fucking nailed it um says that michael's a nice boy uh but he's still gonna have to frisk him so he says turn around on your knees hands up and the from the back of the car, he like frisks. Well, he's oh yeah, like, really yeah. Going yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, maybe he's got something up his bum and just yeah. gets a finger and he just licks a finger and yeah. Well, you never know, do you? That if you got to frisk you someone, know. you frisk them well. You frisk them real well. And they're driving. They're driving in this car. And I, this scene, I still don't understand. Maybe I need to watch this film a few more times. But they're going over this bridge, and Michael sees a sign to New Jersey, and he's like, "Oh, we're going to New Jersey." And Salato goes, maybe. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the driver just whips the car around in a U-bend on this on this 
bridge yeah and all the other cars are like honking and driving and then the driver just speeds off the opposite way that they were going and i thought they've diddled him here they've told him one restaurant they're going somewhere else yeah uh, and it's completely thrown the plan out that is not the case that is not the case they go to the restaurant that they said they were going to go to <laughs> maybe so it's... i don't understand all right i, I want to try and figure this out so well you, you're missing an important piece of information. In case they're being so, followed, and then it, that would guarantee that they weren't being followed, right? Because yeah, if someone yeah. spun around and turned with them, well, you'd 100% know that they were being followed. Yeah. So if, the, you are, if he had like a, 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 seven dudes ready to, you know, whack the guy off that when they were having yeah. a meal, it yeah. would be getting followed. But he's already told them the location, though, so that doesn't really make any sense because they could just be there ready to whack him off anyway. Well, this is the this is the important bit of information that you're missing because I mistold it. They don't learn the they don't learn the location from the family uh, from the from Salato and the chief of police. Okay. They learn it because one of Sonny's contacts gets in touch oh. from the police force and says that the chief of police has to be on call um, when he's when he's on duty. Mm. He's on duty that day. And for an hour from this time to this time, he's put his on-call number as the number of this restaurant. Oh, I see. So that's how they know where it is. So I think maybe, and this is only in like reliving it, maybe they were trying to diddle Michael by taking him one way. Because they so know. If he told that if he's wearing a wire, anything like that, yeah, he could. But yeah. then they spin around, and, and, and yeah, it probably is they're trying to diddle him, and then also um, to make sure they're not being followed, which would make yeah. sense. Yeah, it does make more sense yeah. now that I think about it. Yeah, no, very clever plan from these guys. Very clever plan so, from these guys. This is so, really cutting down their chances of being whacked off. If only, it is. If only the the uh, police of chief was just not so shit with his own call rotor. He should have done it on the day. Then they wouldn't have known. Yeah, yeah. Just change he's, it on the day. He's fucked everything. Get a mobile. Up. He's fucked God. everything. <laughs> Pager. Um. So they turn around, they drive to this restaurant, and they all get out and they get in, and they're having a very civil conversation. You know, they're doing the classic, "Oh, what's good in this restaurant?" And Salato tells the chief of yeah, police yeah. what's good to order. Weird and all mob this kind shit, of stuff. where they're all just yeah. sound with each other. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Despite them that. all like coiled springs ready to burst off and whack each other off at a moment's notice everyone in this room wants to whack the other guy off but they do yeah but they're all acting they're all acting as though they're all acting coy like they don't want to but they don't want to but they do they're they too do. shy they're too shy at the moment too shy to shy but they will off, but... touch touch um <laughs> Mike and Salato, they start speaking Italian to each other and they're having a conversation and it doesn't give you subtitles. Every every other point throughout the film when they speak Italian, it gives you a bit of subtitles, oh, nice. but it doesn't at this point. So they're having a little bit of a conversation and then Michael starts speaking I in English. I hate that in films. Where the, the director's yeah. just like, you're not supposed to know. And it's like, well, if I was Italian, I would. So why don't you just give me the fucking subtitles? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could just yeah, translate it's like, it. It's not hard. Just... Give me that because, oh, you're not supposed to know. If it's an alien language, fair enough. If it's a real, yeah. actual language, even then it still winds me up when it's an alien language because you're like, yeah. you told me this whole time and now you're like, oh, no, I don't want you to know. And it's like, well, then it's obviously bollocks and not important. Ah, but it is important. It's super important yeah. to the plot. It's like, well, no, it isn't because it doesn't mean anything. Because I don't know yeah. it. So how can it be important <laughs> so how to How can me? it be important? 
I hate it more when it's alien languages because it is literally gobbledygook. You've made it up. Like, it, yeah. it, there's nothing. It doesn't so mean I don't anything. care. I will literally switch off. If you don't give me subtitles, yeah. I'm just like, well, it's just shit, care. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> there's a bit of that in Star Wars, actually, when they do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was going to be my point because, like, there's things where if you can translate it, if you speak the language, yeah. then it just ruins the film for you. It's like the classic one of Vader in german means father yeah so darth father so everyone in germany darth knew father. that he was yeah, well, yeah imagine like uh imagining imagine if you were watching this in italy when it came out and you'd just be like oh he just said this like, <laughs> yeah yeah and everyone in the u.s is watching it going oh god this oh, is, this is mysterious, scene, isn't it? i wonder it? what they're talking about yeah. everyone in it. italy's just what <laughs> everyone in italy's just like oh that guy. No. Okay. Yeah, this guy's getting whacked that off. Guy's getting pumped. Yeah. yeah. It was just a. It's just. Yeah. It's a strange thing. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. they're chatting, and then all of a sudden, Michael starts talking in English again, and he says that he wants a guarantee that if he signs this deal and he lets drugs be trafficked through his area, then uh, his father won't be targeted anymore. That that you know that the the hits off and and everything's oh. cool, and this Salato guy goes. What promise can I give you? You know, I'm small time. I'm a I'm a drug dealer. I'm in with the the Taglati family or whatever I called them before. Tagli. Uh, he says I'm in with them, but you know, I I don't have that much sway. Like, uh, you know, that's that's kind of where I'm at. That's ridiculous. He, yeah, fair. So he's such he's that small time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I know, I know, it's stupid. And why is he having the meeting with Michael? <laughs> why wouldn't one of those family members? Well, come maybe because they would have just whacked him off immediately. So they're... They're in open yeah. war by the sounds of it. So, <laughs> Well, Salato at this point says what he wants is a truce. Hmm. You know, he knows he's gone too far. He's, well, he wants he to just sell hit. all these drugs, surely. It, that's all he wants. And he's all, he's ended up having a hit on the Don. The Don survived. He knows he's in shit. So he's like, Michael, all I want is a truce. I want you to tell me now that, you know, we're square. I can push my drugs through your area. You'll get a cut. We're all cool. And Michael's like, okay, cool. Yeah, uh, I need to go to the bathroom. And he wanders into the bathroom. And there's a little bit of tension where he's trying to find the gun behind the cistern. And it takes a long time. Like, the cistern's yeah. not that big. cistern's only about, you know, a foot long. So yeah. there's only really one place it can be, and that's behind it. <laughs> yeah, and he, he takes a real long time to find To the point where it keeps cutting back to them having the mail. And the, the chief of police keeps, like, looking like, around. And he's he? like, where the fuck's Michael? He's having, having a dump. Is he having a poo? He's having a shit. He hasn't even eaten any of his pasta. He's having a shit. <laughs> oh, maybe he didn't... Uh, maybe maybe he's getting whacked off. In this. Maybe he's found a guy in there to whack off. Yeah. Maybe that's what he's doing. He is a gangster after all. That's what they do. It is what they do. Um. So Michael grabs the gun. And when they were talking about the plan, when, when, um, when uh, Sal and the other guy were talking to him about the plan, Costanza. they were like... No, that's George Costanza. Yeah. He's from Cheers, isn't he? <laughs> Sal, and, Sal and Clementines, Clementine, or whatever his name yeah, was. Clemenza. Clemenza. Um, Clemenza. Uh, when they were talking to him about the plan, they were like, the plan is you come out the bathroom, shoot him. Come on, blasting. Bam, bam. Full on Frank Reynolds. <laughs> straight through the door. Bang, 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 bang. They said two two bullets in the head for each of well, them. Well, he's an army man. And then, yeah. and then you drop the gun to your side, drop it, and just walk out. He said, people are going to be um, 
trying to look at your face because obviously you know it's a restaurant yeah but he's like if you just walk out don't make eye contact but don't avoid eye contact you know just walk out like you deserve to be there they're not going to remember you because it's all happened so far. I know, I know, I don't I know. know. It's a risky business. It's, <laughs> it's a, risky a very business. risky plan. Maybe <laughs> they should have sellotaped uh, the mask of somebody to the back of the t- of the toilet too, and then he could have popped that on, came out, bang bang, yep. and then off he went. Oh, sorry, bang 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 bang, and then off yep. he went. That would have been great. That, that would have been, been a good plan. But Michael doesn't follow the plan anyway. Oh, he grabs the gun from the bathroom. And he walks out and he just sits back down, starts having his meal again. Yeah. And then this. Well, he's a hungry hungry lad. He's got his garlic bread on order. He's not wasting that $3.50. The chief of police is going, he's giving him a wink and going, cleared some room there, lad. Cleared some room. (laughs) You were were in there a while. Went in Rome. (laughs) (laughs) Great thing to say to an Italian. Yeah, it it? is. It's almost like a Um, And. That Saltaro is like is like chatting away, and you just get this scene where Michael is just like dead eyed looking at the camera yeah. as though he's looking at Saltaro, okay. <laughs> and then the waiter comes over to take another order yeah. or like drink order or whatever, and the waiter comes over, and as the waiter comes over, Michael just decides now's the time. Now stands time. up, pulls the gun out, blasts Saltaro <laughs> in the head once. Once I counted, yeah. he just shoots him in the head once. And then he turns to the chief of police, shoots him in the chest, and then shoots him in the head. Oh, he full on body body heads him, and then looks yeah. at the waiter and just goes, "I whacked them off," and then runs away. <laughs> tell everyone, just tell everyone, I'm the one who whacked them window. off. And goes, "It was All me." The rest, and yeah, everyone in the restaurant turns around and goes, "That guy's just whacked two guys that off." Guy just whacked two guys off at his table, and then and his thre- pasta. He's just threatening to whack off the waiter and all. <laughs> And then Michael turns tail and starts walking out the restaurant really fast. And then there's a great bit of acting. It's Al Pacino who plays Michael. There's a great bit of acting from Pacino where he's just like, he's got the gun at his side and it's almost like he forgot to drop it, you know, like that he's been hammered into yeah. him that many times. And then he starts walking out the restaurant and then he like looks down, looks at the gun and then he drops it and then he walks, carries yeah. on walking out and then he just fucks and off And then all the night. people sitting around like, I wonder who did that? Yeah. <laughs> We'll never, we'll never trace it yeah, back to him. Where the fuck him. did that gun come from? <laughs> was he wearing gloves or anything? No, but they do make a point of saying the gun is absolutely clean. They have filed all numbers off it. They've put like um, gaffer tape around the handle and stuff, so there's no. He won't. He is print on on file. I mean, he's been in the army, so I guess his prints are probably on well, file somewhere. On file, yeah. yeah. But they're saying this gun is like the cleanest, the cleanest it can get. You know, no be. one will ever it's trace super, it back. Yeah. It's the super clean gun. It's the Kim and Aggie of guns. <laughs> that is a very British reference. Very British, very really niche like reference for everyone at mm. home. Hope you enjoyed it. So, Michael is officially a cop killer. And well, we got, I mean, the... the cop was bent as fuck, so... Well, I'm glad you mentioned it because we see day one put out the papers that we'd get the classic uh films from this era spinning newspaper <laughs> up to the screen oh, yeah Batman noise. <laughs> <laughs> and it says you know police chief chief of police shot dead in restaurant blah 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 and then the next day we get another spinning newspaper and it says uh it comes out that the chief of police was heavily involved in, <laughs> in helping drug trafficking ben copper whacked off into his pasta <laughs> 
everyone reading it's just like uh. oh, what's this me uh, it's like, oh, there's something the weird about yeah. that guy <laughs> was the police chief of a different race it's like yeah well, no one cares oh, the well, son. that explains why they're trying to slur him so badly <laughs> it gives yeah. a shit the son yeah uh. um but it ties back to the Corleone's having um, friends in the media because, like, the day after it happens... Oh, yeah, of course. St- Forgot about that. Yeah. The day after it happens, stories start coming out about how bent this copper was and how um, he's, like, he's been helping this drug dealer yeah. push drugs through the city and everything. So he's they, the they kind of spin of it on his head. Police I know. I can't he's the police of chief. I can't believe that is the case. <laughs> he's the police of chief why do i struggle so much with that word i'm gonna have to stop i'm gonna have to stop doing films with police in it well you'll struggle mate yeah uh, because all your favorite films are made by arnold schwarzenegger (laughs) pretty much 98 percent of his films (laughs) so um michael uh they send him off to italy they send him off to sicily actually uh in italy and he goes off uh, to to lay low. Meanwhile, we see in the papers that there's there's going to be months of violence. You know, the 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 crime bosses are all at war with each other. All the crime families are, are kicking off. They they mention in this film five crime families, yeah. which is a lot to have in one. Do you want to name them? No, nope. I'd like you to though. I really don't know the names. <laughs> I think it would be uh, worth trying though. This. The Spagliatellis. Spagliatellis. Okay, you've 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 done well there. You've avoided the uh, the um the, the obviously the Corleones. Corleones, yeah. The uh, Tataglia. The Tataglia. There you go. Two left. Um, the um, fuck me. Oh, the fuselage. Uh, the yeah. The. <laughs> <laughs> The uh, Laz Agneses. The Laz Agneses. Okay, come on. You're a comedian. <laughs> and, come on. You're an award winner. And the Piazzas. And the Piazzas. <laughs> That's pretty good. And the Piazza family. And the name of all them families. The weird thing so is, I'm sure... Sorry, go on. I'm sure somewhere in my notes, I've got the name I'm of sure another family do. because they become important later on. Mm. But at the minute, but so far, Piazzas. They're all just fucking whacking each other off. They're just whacking <laughs> each other off. It's a free for all. um and so we get a little bit of a an update where sonny's talking to the lawyer and the lawyer is like this war is costing us too much money we the police are cracking down because we killed one of theirs um they had they had friends in the police but obviously now that they've killed a chief of police yeah the police aren't on their side obviously and the police aren't helping any of the crime families and so that's made it difficult for them to do their Illicit, illicit activities shit. and so there's no money coming in so we get a little bit of a, a sit rep basically um where uh sonny's talking to tom the consigliere the lawyer and uh tom is saying there's no money coming in the police are cracking down on crime you're wasting all this money on this stupid war between these families and <laughs> um, there's so much violence you know it's costing us fortunes and you can't keep going. And uh, Sonny at this point says, maybe we need to get rid of you, Tom. 
maybe you need to oh, go out the family. He says that you're not a wartime consigliere. You know, you're a peacetime. Consig- I didn't know there was <laughs> yeah. a difference. One of them. Yeah. Didn't know there was a difference. Didn't know there was a difference. War lawyers. War lawyers. <laughs> and, uh, peace lawyers. <laughs> They're like war clerics in, uh, in yeah. D&D. Yeah. I just thought all lawyers would fucking arseholes. I didn't realise there was <laughs> just like war and peace lawyers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sun Tzu lawyers. I didn't realise that was a thing. <laughs> And then they get the news that Don Corleone is coming home. He's well enough to come home. He's still hey. he's still bedridden, but he's uh, he's coming home. And so good old Don Corleone, good old Donald, not five five shots in the back couldn't see him off. What a head! He's still alive. And so they wheel him, him in on a bed. He's on like a stretcher wheelie bed, and they take him up the stairs. And then all the family come in to pay their respects and, and kiss his ring. Uh, there's a lot of ring kissing going yeah, on at this point. A lot of ring, a lot of well, ring I mean, kissing. Sometimes you just got to kiss. Your elder's ring? It's just one of them. Kiss a ring? It's a sign of respect before you whack a guy off. Just kiss the ring. No, well, in order for him to not be whacked off, you kiss his ring. Kiss his ring. And um, they all explain what's been going on while he's been bedridden and in hospital. Yeah. And then someone explains that it was Michael who killed the chief of police and that he's had to go into hiding. And there's a real genuine pained look on Brando's face. He does a little... Is that because he was... Is that because he was happy that he wasn't in the mob? Or I was think it... so, yeah. It's like a weird thing. I think, like, because Michael went off and made something of his life and became a, this hero and, and, you know, went to war and everything, yeah. I think Don Corleone was just hoping he wouldn't have to live the life that he had lived. You know, he yeah. would be able to go legitimate. Whereas, like, Sonny and Fredo, they're fully into the mob. Yeah. So I think, like, Don Corleone is aware that that's all they're ever going to do. You know, they're going to be mob guys for life, the short life yeah. that that entails, you know. Um, so he, he's genuinely pained to hear that Michael has, has, has done this and had to go into hiding. Um, we learn that Sonny is still after war. He still wants to go full on. Sonny is one warmongering he's motherfucker. He's angry. He just can't help oh. that. He's an angry bloke, and yeah. it's a real, it's a, it's real good because it just it sets up that Sonny is going to be the person to take over from Donald when Donald goes, yeah. but Sonny is just he's not the same character as Donald. You know, he's he's no, angry. He's yeah, he's just angry <laughs> all the time. He just wants to kill people for everything. He takes everything as a slight against him, and he just goes yeah. off the handle all the time. Um, and then we we having a meal with the what's left of the family. And Connie, um, the sister, she's there with her fella. And they're just sat having a meal. And then her fella just goes, I want to do more for the family. Oh, really? Yeah. He wants in. He wants in. He wants in with the crime. He wants in. And Sonny just instantly dismisses him. He's just like, we don't talk business at the dinner table. So shut your fucking goddamn mouth or I'll whack you off. Know the rules. If you want to whack guys off, that's fine. But you got to ask me, not at dinner. (laughs) Don't make me. Don't want to know. Don't want to hear about it at dinner. Don't make me whack you off in front of your wife because I'll do I'll it. Whack you off in front I'll of your do wife. It. I'll goddamn do it. But wait till after dinner, after desserts, everything, after the whatever we want to have. Yeah. We might then have little when we're having might have brandy and with a shot of amaretto in them because that's Italian that's it. tiramisu. When we're having our brandy and cigars and the wives, they go wherever they go. Then we can talk about you whacking some guys then, off. Then the whacking off can start, but not but before. Until then. Shut your goddamn Shut mouth. Shut your goddamn mouth. I will whack you off on this table. <laughs> I'll whack you off in front of your wife. You'll look like a real idiot. 
And then we cut to uh, Michael in Italy. And he goes to... <laughs> he's in Italy. He's in Italy. That's where he's hiding out. What a out. shit place to hide in. Of all the places I would think an Italian-American would go to to hide Spain out. Spain would be one. Italy. He <laughs> wouldn't know where they is. Yeah. 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 Put him in Madrid. It's ridiculous. Also, he goes to a town called Corleone. So he's staying right near his, <laughs> his ancestral home. It's ridiculous. Who are you, mate? Is that Michael? Michael what? Michael Corleone. <laughs> Come on, Neto. <laughs> <laughs> um, he goes to Corleone and he's walking around and it's all women in this town or it's mostly women in this town and he turns women. Yeah, he turns to his bodyguards who are following him with guns and shit and, and he's like where are all the men and he's like all they're like all the men have died from vendettas and they every single one of the men's been whacked off every single man has been whacked off in this town <laughs> and they show him this wall <laughs> <laughs> they show him this wall <laughs> that's just got. <laughs> they put a UV light on the wall and they're like, just like this way, you're going to act up. <laughs> they, show... <laughs> they show him this wall. <laughs> and all along the wall, there's plaques Holy shit. To, to commemorate the men who've been whacked off in this town. <laughs> I can't believe this is in the film. I cannot believe this is in the film. It is. It genuinely is. I think, right. How has everyone been killed by men? It's just like, oh, I know. Ow. It's, ins- it's insane. Surely when there was about four guys left, they were like, tell you what, right? Should, we, give it a Should we stop <laughs> whacking each other off? Yeah, there's been too many people been whacked off here. The walls are fucking mess. Can we just not do it anymore? Can we just stop for Can we just pack it in? Can we pack it in? the pub? There's no bartender anymore. We'll have to do we it whacked him off. We'll have to, yeah. It's, it's, I can't believe that this is in the film. It's utterly, utterly insane. Everyone is dead from Vendetta. <laughs> um, And then we get a little bit where some guy who is like Michael's contact out in Italy, who is like some relation to Don Corleone and is like a gangster himself out in Italy, he drives up in the car and he's like, Michael, what are you doing walking out here on your own? And he's like, well, I'm not on my own. I've got these two bodyguards. Got these big men behind <laughs> Yeah, actually. yeah. And the guy's like, well, get in the car. You know, we'll give you a lift where you want to go. And Michael's like, no, I-, I like walking. I'm happy. And he's like, well, just be safe. Just be careful. So Michael carries on walking through Italy. And then he gets to this point where a school's letting out. And all these school kids are walking out. And all the teachers are walking them out. And he sees this teacher. And he's just fucking smitten straight away he's really? forgotten all... I he had a wife he, well what? he has a girlfriend Kay he's got a miss it. Uh. he's got a girlfriend she's not they're not married but he sees this this girl in Italy and he's just like I've got to have her she's all that she's just too she is all that she is all that she's too... you nailed it I couldn't say anything <laughs> about she is all she that she is all that she's too goddamn beautiful <laughs> so <laughs> They go to um, this bar, him and his bodyguards, and they're sat in the bar, and the barman comes out, and like you get the impression that Michael's been here a few times, and they're good, they're good mates with the barman, and they're yeah. chatting away to him, and one of the um, bodyguards starts speaking to the um, the barman in Italian, and he's like, he's going away, and he's like chatting away, and he's like, oh, Michael's been uh, been hit by the lightning, he's seen this girl, she's just taken his breath away, 
and then he starts describing the girl to to him and he's like she looked more greek than italian you know she had yeah. perfect lips perfect eyes massive knock <laughs> A vagina was hanging out of her dress. Hanging out That's of her what dress. men find sexy. And I can't believe that the, the kids weren't like, you know, that's all acceptable. She was dragging it through the dirt. Ever, that's what guys, that's what guys love. That's what guys really oh find attractive. She had massive feet, which guys love. Talons. <laughs> just, just the one eyebrow because everyone knows men find less eyebrows sexy. Less eyebrows. The fewer the eyebrows possible the sexier the, the woman that's, that's, what, like he, that's what he said a bath was yeah. hairy as fuck which oh god yeah. that really got him hairy going back. big beard ah she was sexy <laughs> she's the sexiest woman you've ever seen <laughs> one eye looking at the sky one eye looking at the floor dragging her vagina behind her just oh god like a, god she like was a, a weighted down mule <laughs> she was god god, she was sexy. god this is a sexy lady and she says to the barman, "You know every girl in town. You must know this. You must know this girl." And the barman is fuming, and he's like, "No, I don't fucking know this girl with a dragon no. vagina." And is it his daughter? Yeah, it is. His daughter. You fucking called ah, it, mate. Yeah, yeah you fucking yeah. called it. He goes. Well, the o- only one type of man would act like that, yeah. and that is a father. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He goes in the bar, and you just hear him screaming, and then you hear a girl screaming back, and blah blah blah. She was dragging it around again. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell her. <laughs> and then Michael turns to his bodyguard, and he goes, "Go in there and get him. Tell him I want to speak to him." And so <laughs> I, I know, as if he hasn't already tell made him, things bad. Tell him I'm shagging his daughter, or I'll whack him off. Yeah, he gets yeah. to pick, but. It's not going to be good for him. No, neither way. And so the bodyguard goes in and he gets the barman and he brings him out and the barman stood there. And Michael goes, um, Fabrizio or whatever his bodyguard's called. I think it's Fabrizio. He says, <laughs> okay. I want you to... I'm going to go out on I'm the limb and it say... it might be. Because if it's not, then there's issues there. Super but racist. If it is, you're fine. I mean, I don't think it is, but I'm going to I'm gonna go out on a limb and say I'm Fabrizio. Yeah. yeah. He says, Fabrizio, translate for me. Because Michael can speak a bit of Italian, but he's not like fluent. And... He starts. What a loser! I know, I know. He starts speaking to this barman, and he says, um, "My name is Michael Corleone of the Corleone family." Yeah. And the guy translates that, and the barman instantly is like, "I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm in." I'm in yeah. yeah. And he goes, uh, "There's men uh, back in America who would pay good information to know. Who would pay good money to to get information about my whereabouts." The guy translates that, and he goes, um, "I'm telling you this because I want us to trust each other." And he goes, um, "I really, I, I'm, you know, I'm not quoting from memory, so you, you have to forgive me." He goes, "I really I like fucking it. fancy your daughter. I want to shout. I want to give her a daughter. bit. I want to, I want to give her a bit, and uh, yeah. and I want you to give you, you know, your blessing." And uh, the, the 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 barman's just like, "Oh, he says something about like." Um, but it's her choice, he says. Yeah. Because she's an you know, a human being she's as well. She's an autonomous decision-making <laughs> human female. Human being. And I want and it he, to he be consensual. And says, uh, what do you think? She goes, no, I think he's grotesque. Yeah. And he's also in the mafia. And he's almost almost certainly uh, human trafficked girls. Yeah. And he, goes, and he keeps whacking well, off guys all the time. Guess Not that there's any problem with that, but it's not <laughs> no, for me. There's it's no problem with that, me. but... <laughs> but you know, it just sort of, there's a trust level there. If you're going to constantly whack off guys and not tell people, then, you know, there's going to be a trust issue. We can't be together. So, we can't be together. 
And then he turns around and goes, well, that's fine, and then walks away. I assume that happens and that because people are nice. is the incredible moral of consent that is that is shown throughout uh, <clears throat> The Godfather. Yeah, I'm guessing it's not, though, is it? No, he says that, <laughs> can he take this guy's daughter on a date and the, the family can chaperone? You know, his family can chaperone. Oh, man, I know, weird. it is very weird. So the guy's like, the guy obviously knows the Corleone name, and he's like, you know, because they're back in there. Because he lives there. Yeah, they're back in their hometown. <laughs> and so it's basically like a thinly veiled threat that I'm going to have your daughter, whether you yeah. approve it or not. I'm going to shag your daughter on the dinner table. That's what I'm ordering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the bar owner agrees, and he's like, yeah, you can come meet my daughter and everything. And then he asks her what the what the daughter's name is, and he says... I think it's Apollonia, which I'm sure is like a breed of horse, but it's a, an insane name. Um, Apollonia? Apollonia, yeah. Okay. And then we get these great scenes of Michael and Apollonia falling in love with each other, where they're Aww. just, they're walking around having dates and holding hands, and then, like, they'll walk past the camera and keep going, and then, like, two minutes later, the rest of the family will just walk past behind yeah. them. It's, it's very, you know, it's comedic. Is it as nice as... Um... <laughs> As Anakin Skywalker and Padme <laughs> falling in love with Attack of the Clones. Not quite that good a love story, to be honest, not mate. Quite not quite that, that story, not quite no, that convincing a love story. Um, he doesn't hover any uh, CGI pears into her mouth. No, for sadly not. Sadly not. That's a real That'd be shame. good, though. That'd be real good. Um, <laughs> Would have been quite a turn for the film. <laughs> <laughs> if it turns out that um, Michael Corleone is Force-sensitive. Been amazing. Good. He's made <laughs> yeah, from. He could have whacked people off made... across the room. <laughs> like, like Obi Wan and Han. Yeah, like he did with Han. <laughs> Go back and listen to our Star Wars episode. Um, yeah, it's pretty funny. It's good. Um, meanwhile, while this while this beautiful love story is happening in Italy, back in America, we learn that uh, Connie's fella just beats her. Oh shit! Yeah, it's... <laughs> well, that's a bad, that's a rough time to find that out. It's when we're having a nice little love story. This storyline with Connie and her fella is grim. I really don't like it. Connie's nasty. I... It was her who got married at the start. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. I find it. I find this. I find this really unpleasant to watch in in films. I bet you do. Yeah, uh, just because it's in... not very no. nice. People get battered. No, I know, but I just find it really uncomfortable. I know it's only a film, but it's just like, come on, there's, there's just no need. That's for the this. point of a film. A point of a good film, especially, yeah. is it gets you immersed. Yeah. So doesn't do the fucking Wilhelm scream every twenty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> pull you out of the film. <laughs> so Sonny comes round to the house to see Connie, and he gets there, and she instantly she opens the door and instantly turns away from him, warning signs. Yeah. He's like, "Are you okay? What's up?" And he turns around, and she's got a a broken lip, a split lip, and a oh, black shit. eye. And she instantly starts, like, grabbing him. And she's like, it was my fault. It was my fault. Don't do anything to him, you know. Oh, so she's in full, like... Yeah. Yeah. She's... Abuse territory. Yeah, oh, I know. It's, it's really grim. it's really sad. It is really grim. And she tells Sonny not to do anything. And Sonny, like... Sonny calms down and he's like, come on. You're my sister. He's my um, step... What would he be? Stepbrother? Stepbrother, yeah. yeah. He's my stepbrother. What are you doing, stepbrother? He's yeah. like, I'm not going to leave you as a widow, you know. Oh, I wouldn't do that to you, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I'm not going to do anything. If you tell me not to do anything, I won't do anything. And she's like, thank you, thank you, thank you. And he, he leaves. Next scene, he gets in a car, he drives around town, he finds this guy, and he kicks seven shades of shit out of him. Yeah, good. He literally... He's not going to kill him, and but he knocks shit out of him. <laughs> it's the best fight scene I've ever seen. 
because he fucking really? it's like it's realistic because it's like you know it's like grappling it's like you know yeah. lots of throwing and grappling God. and he pushes him over a railing and then he jumps over and then the guy is like he's punching him and the guy's like so like semi-conscious that he's like grabbed hold of this railing and that's all he's holding on to and he's like nearly yeah, knocked out do, yeah. and then sonny just for some reason sees his hands on this railing just fucking bites his fingers for no reason <laughs> it's mental him. yeah it's mental yeah. he just leans that down and a... goes ah that you see right so this makes Sonny come across like a man possessed mm. and that's good and that's exactly because it's his sister man it's, the way, so he's just it's, gonna go it's and the way you'd react knock the shit out of this guy yeah, yeah no that's right i really I like, like that it a lot yeah so i like it a lot he fucking bites his hand which is insane and then he picks up a and forgive the americanism here but it's the only way to describe it he picks up a metal trash can trash can and a it's metal bin. bin he picks up a bin and he just fucking slams it into his head and then he picks the lid off the trash can he just fucking batters him with this lid and then he throws him into the road and he's just and he just says next time you touch my sister like that i'll fucking kill you uh and just walks (laughs) off and that's it that is amazing it's really cool he finds this guy and knocks the shit out of him he promised he promised he wouldn't kill him promised he wouldn't whack him off and he didn't he didn't whack him, didn't off. Whack him off. What he did was knock the fucking shit fucking out. Fucking teach him a lesson. Yeah, mate, that's amazing. It's, that is so. Cool. It's really good. It's a good scene. What a dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, and do you know what? I was all I was a bit trepidation about Sonny for a long time, just thinking he was a lunatic. Yeah. But this is just like this. This sort of encompasses the whole thing about family. Yeah. When it comes to the mob, is like, yeah, no, you'll you'll do heinous shit all the time, but if you touch anyone in their family. They will beat the shit out of yeah. you. Like, it's why. Yeah. It's why. It's honestly not to not to gush over it, but it's it's why this film is so good because every character yeah. is on a scale of morality. No one is good or bad. They're all sliding scale of morality. And Sunny, I will say, Sunny is a horrible development in, but the character development in this film has been incredible. Yeah. Like all the way through. By this, and this is just you talking about yeah. it. This isn't even me watching it. Yeah, it does sound excellent. It really is. It really is. And it's it's just so good to see real characters. You know, they're never one thing or the other. They're always, depending on the situation, they're always willing to go one way or another. You know, they're, yeah, they'll yeah. slide. So it, it's really cool. Anyway, um, we're back to Italy. And Michael, it's a few months later, and Michael has decided to get married to, to Apollonia. Hey. And they have a big wedding, and they're walking through town, and they're all happy. Still and they in have Italy, a dance. Yeah. yeah, still in Italy. And then there's a a weird implied banging scene. Uh, it's after. <laughs> kind of one of them. Uh, yeah, it's after the wedding. Michael walks into the bedroom. Apollonia's there in like a a nightgown, and then she just whips the nightgown off, full on boobs, and uh, classic eighties boobs. And then it just cuts to black. But yeah. Heavily, heavily implied banging. Well, that's what happens on your wedding night, mate. You get to bang. <laughs> They're the rules. They're the, that's the rule. You should like each other enough on your wedding night to bang. You would, you would really hope so, yeah. Otherwise, yeah. yeah that's why arranged marriages need to fucking stop. <laughs> and then I think this is, I think this is a genius bit of filmmaking because it's really sad. Because straight after the implied banging, we cut back to the US and we see Kay. And she's at the Corleone yeah. house and she runs up and she and Tom the lawyer is in the garden and she runs up to Tom and she's like, Tom, have you heard from Michael? And Tom turns yeah. around and he's like, 
okay, it's great to see you, but you know, you really should call or write. <laughs> Giving these photos, look. Yeah. <laughs> this is him it's, banging. It's in A three. <laughs> <laughs> he says, like, it's great to see you, but you really should call or you know write. And she's like, I have, you know, I've called so many times, you've ignored me, blah blah blah. I need to speak to Michael. And Tom goes, Tom the lawyer is like, I don't know where he is. No one knows where he is. All we know, I like that. Yeah. Oh, we... I like the fact that like um, she, they just don't see her as part of the family mm-hmm. at all because she isn't. Like, yeah, exactly. Like they're not married. She's just a yeah. girl that he was they with. So they're just like, you're not part of the family. So... Just an American girl. Beautiful. Bit of is. Bowie. I love it. Um, and so... Tom Petty? Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, God. That was silly, wasn't it? Yeah. China girl is Bowie. That's... Don't worry, mate. I'll take it out. I know. I know you think the Corleone's accent is pretty Chinese. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really embarrassed by how bad my my um, Brando I think is. It's fantastic. Mm. I mean, my Brando wasn't great, but fuck it. I might no. try it again at the end. When when we get to the end of the episode, I'll I'll give one more. I'll give it one more Brando go. Further first, folks. Get yourself prepared. It'll be a bit of, to really get them torches lit. It'll be a bit of those pitchforks out. <laughs> be a bit of bonus content for next week. Um, yeah. And so she says to she says to um, Tom, the lawyer. She's like, "Can you just send him this letter?" And Tom is like, "If I take that letter from you, then in in court in a U.S. court, that will be an admission that I know his location. I can't take it from mm. you." And so they're they're just a dick to her, basically. He's just lawyer there. He's just lawyer there immediately. Yeah, he has full on consigliered. Um, and then we cut back to Connie and her sad life. And <laughs> oh god, this is just really grim. She she's at home. She gets a phone call and she picks up the phone and it's a woman's voice asking for her fella. And she's yeah. like, "Who is this?" And she's like, "Oh, it's such and such. You know, I'm after blah blah blah." And then she just hangs up on her, and like she she knows that this guy's cheating on her, and mm. she goes up to him, and she he's in the bedroom getting ready to go out, and she's like, oh, "I'll put dinner on the table," and he goes, "I'll have it later. I'm going out," and she's like, "Oh, but you asked me to to do dinner," and he's like, "I'll have it later," and then she just gets really angry. She's just like, "Yeah, why the fuck would you ask me to do it?" Blah blah. So she runs into the kitchen and she just starts smashing everything in the kitchen, throwing plates yeah. and like glasses and shit. And he runs in and he's like, "Yeah, fucking smash it all, you silly bitch!" Blah blah blah. And they just real start having a row, like a real row. And then she runs into the dining room and starts just throwing all the the food that she's made and all the wine and everything. And then. <laughs> yeah honestly honestly it's funny until this next bit where he just like he walks around the table towards her and he just takes off his belt and he just folds it in two Mm, and he starts just fucking going for her and she's like running around she's like hiding behind the curtains and he's like going for her and then she runs around and he's just chasing around the house and he's just like you fucking and he starts getting he starts getting quite racist as well he starts calling her some for it out yeah and like well i mean that con's dead so well at this point she's pregnant and it's really really horrible he's just chasing this pregnant lady around trying to beat her and she she manages to avoid him for the most part and then she runs into the bathroom or the ensuite of their um bedroom and she closes the door and i was like oh thank god like she's you know she's got in there and then he just walks up to the door and just fucking kicks it in he just kicks the chair 
He's a strong boy. And then he just goes into the um, he goes into the bathroom. The camera doesn't follow; stays in the bedroom. But you just hear her like wailing. It's horrible. Mm. It's really, really grim. Watch. It's not very nice. Connie, but Connie Corleone has side, a shitter. Sony has promised his death. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Anyway, we cut to Sonny. He gets a phone yeah. call. And he picks it up, and he's like, "Oh no!" The mum picks it up first. Um, the, Donald's wife picks it up first, but she's got a baby in her arm, and the baby's crying. <laughs> forgot, forgot for a second, who Donald was. I tell you what, Donald hasn't been mentioned for a while. Donald hasn't be been fair. mentioned for a while. Um, the mum picks the mum picks the phone up, but she's got a baby in the arm, and the baby's crying. And she's like, "I can't hear, you, I can't hear." You. So she passes it over to Sonny, and she <laughs> throws the baby across the room. <laughs> She passes the phone to Sonny and she walks off and Sonny's on the phone. He's like, what? And, he, and like, he starts doing the, you know, getting angry thing. And he's like, I'll fucking kill it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he like, he runs outside and gets in a car. And Tom, the lawyer is like, oh shit. Like what's happening? Runs after him. <laughs> this poor lawyer has had to deal with this, so many deaths. He cleans up so much <laughs> shit for this family. I know yeah, it's insane. Clearly. Yeah. And so he runs out and he sees Sonny get in this car and spin it round and just drive off. And he tells these guys, get in your car and go after him. So these three guys get in another car and they drive after Sonny. But they were like, they were quite a way behind him because obviously it took a bit of time for him to get in the car and everything. So they go off after Sonny. Meanwhile, Sonny's driving down this road. He gets to this like border check thing, you know, where they've got like a barrier down. And he gets to the thing and he, he turns to the guy and he, he shows him his papers or whatever it is that he has to do. Yeah. And the guy goes, okay, yeah. And he's looking at him and then he drops them and he gets down on the floor. But as he gets down on the floor, he puts his other hand up and he pulls the, the window across and he ducks down under this thing to get Sonny's papers. And Sonny, like, sees him do this, realizes something is up, turns around, the car in front of him started reversing back towards his car and, like, wedges yeah. him in. And then as he turns around, like, seriously like 20 guys stand up from behind this other like booth on the other side and they've all got what looks like classic tommy guns like classic tommy i love a classic tommy gun and then four guys get out the car in front and they've all got guns and then they just fucking make shoot the shit out of sunny honestly they turn sunny into a fucking cheese grater they just so many bullets he just gets fucking shot to shit it's insane so this is this is comeuppance for his war, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is for killing the the other guy's son, and he he yeah. manages to crawl to the other side of his car and open the door, and he falls out the car, and then Sonny just dies in the road, and all these guys just fuck off, and then this other car that was meant to be following him, they finally get to this border, and they just see Sonny just like dead in the road, oh, and man. Sonny's been killed. It's really grim. Yeah, it's really really grim. There's another one of Corleone's sons chalked off. Yeah, exactly. It's not going well for Corleone. <clears throat> well, I mean, no one knows what he's up to. <laughs> so, back at the house, Donald is finally up and about. And he's walking around the house and he walks into the room and he sees Tom the lawyer on the couch. And he walks up to him and he gets Tom to pour him a drink and Tom hands him the drink. And then Tom has to break the news. Yeah, Corleone says something about like, oh, my wife's upstairs crying. Uh, I've had people coming up to the house all day i've only just woken up and i you know what mm. the fuck is going on and tom breaks the news about sonny and don corleone gets real upset about the whole thing oh, i bet he does mm. <laughs> his son's fucking dead <laughs> he is absolutely not happy and so don corleone and tom go to the um 
what what is it where you have to like identify the body you know and you you're the next uh, post mortem yes yeah that kind of thing so they go to they go to wherever Sonny's body is and Don Corleone has called in the favor <clears throat> from the guy at the start you know the guy who was asking for him to kill these guys who like yeah, battered yeah, his yeah. daughter and this guy's like shitting himself wondering what the favor's going to be and this guy is like uh, I can't remember what he does something to do with something to do with makeup or decorating or something mm. and Don Corleone walks in this guy's shitting himself about what he's going to do and he goes he tells him the story about how Sonny's been killed and he says my wife is in bits and I mm. don't want her to yeah. see her son like this so I want you to do whatever you can to just make Sonny look presentable look like he's not yeah <laughs> look like he's not been fucking yeah, shot like, 900,000 like, times like he's not fucking the riddled with bullets like he's yeah. not a fucking colander of a man that would Making be good look, uh, so he doesn't look like he's swiss cheese would be uh, <laughs> that would, very good that'd be super duper yeah so if anything that guy's got off real easy well i mean really? not easy, easy but, favor, yeah. but it's not he's not had to kill a guy or anything so that's no good. but he has had to do makeup on a corpse on which a, is pretty on a whole yeah. ridden corpse yeah yeah um and then in Italy, um, people drive up to Michael and they tell Michael about Sonny and what's happened. And Michael's like, "Is it safe to go back to uh, back to America? You know, I need to be with my family." And they're like, "No, no. it's not. It's not safe at all. Like, it's yeah. clearly not safe. Yeah, <laughs> quite clearly in wartime. So no, yeah, you fucking idiot. Your your brother's been killed. It's not safe." Um, and then Michael is like, "I need to go to." And he needs to go to town. He needs to do some errands or whatever. And he speaks to his bodyguard and he's like, get the car ready and everything. Uh, Fabrizio. It is Fabrizio. I was absolutely yeah. right, by the way. It's in my notes here. Um, he goes back to... He goes um, to the car and everything. And his wife, Apollonia, has decided she wants to drive. She's she. He's been teaching her how to drive and she wants to show oh, him that she nice. can do it. So she yeah. wants to drive to town. So he's walking towards the car. How is he taught her though? Because Americans drive automatic and <laughs> Europeans <laughs> drive with gears. Yeah. Um he's walking towards the car and he turns he turns his head and he sees Fabrizio walking off somewhere else. And Fabrizio is meant to be coming with them as like their bodyguard. Yeah. And he's like, Fabrizio, where are you going? And Fabrizio turns around and looks at him and then just turns around and fucks off. I have to go now. Yeah. And he flies away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah blasts into the sky. I'll be always with you, Michael. Right here. Right his here. finger just glows. So it's just right in the penis. <laughs> and Fabrizio just fucks off. And Michael turns back to the car and Apollonia's in the car and she honks the horn and goes, come on, let's go, let's go. And then Michael just like realizes that something's up and he's like, Apollonia, no. And then the car just fucking explodes and just blows oh, up shit. Apollonia. So whoever's got a vendetta against the Corleones has managed to reach Michael in, in Sicily. Mm. And they just blow up. His they wife know where up. he is. Yeah. Okay, so back in America, um, Don Corleone calls all the heads of the crime family together. Now that he's back up and and on his feet and and feeling healthy, he calls yeah. all the crime families together, and he basically explains his stance on this whole drug thing that's kicked this entire thing off. And he says that you know um, things like gambling and and. He says women. He says gambling and women. They're okay. Yeah, he says they're like nothing bad ever happens to the women when well, they tra- when they're trafficked. Exactly. He basically <laughs> he basically says they're like my fucking. I know. Hell. I know. He's got a very weird moral view Don, on the world. Come on, man. Come on, Donald. Well, no, right. I, I honestly, God, right. 
if we can talk about this now. I don't think it's uh I don't think it's like them. I think it's the perception of whoever's directed this film has thought that prostitution is just less women bad than drugs who thought that, you know, they wanted to pay for whatever uh, so they've gone on to the game and then just done it as opposed to understanding that no children or teenagers or women or anyone have been taken from where they are kidnapped drugged and then forced yeah. <laughs> onto the streets yeah you know sometimes it's one thing most of the time it's the other and i i think that that whoever's made the film hasn't quite grasped that yeah and there's this there's this weird <laughs> um there's this weird misunderstanding that uh, you know I, I mean, maybe occasionally it is, but there's a weird thing that it's like a choice, you know, and like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's almost certainly never that yeah, 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 yeah. Choice. <laughs> yeah. Because who wants to be battered into having sex with men? Yeah. Nobody, nobody wants that. I know, I don't. Yeah, I know, but you know, here we are. <laughs> um, and he explains his, anyway, he explains his stance on drugs, and he says that, you know, um, the other things are, are minor vices. They're things that people are, are doing, but the 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 drugs thing he just can't abide by. You know, it's it's too it's a step too far. <laughs> He's so against. Drugs. I know he really is. Fucking hell, Don man. And so down. the rest of the he drinks alcohol. I know, I know. The rest of the the rest of the crime families are speaking, and they're like, "Listen, this is the way it's going. We're all involved in it." You're the mm. one who's got the contacts in the the Senate and the police and all this kind of stuff. The politicians, blah blah blah. You got them in your pocket. You need to help us. And like he says, whenever you know, when have I ever been unreasonable? When when have I never acquiesced to a request? You know, I've always helped you yeah. guys out because you know we're we're all part of a family. You know, even if it's not the same family. Mm. And so he says that he will allow. He, you know, he'll speak to his politicians and his and his police, and he he will allow drugs to run through his his part of town. Um, and he says as well that the other family member has lost a a, a son. He's lost mm. Sonny, um, his son, and that because it's eye for an eye, he won't have a vendetta against him because the other guy's like yeah. desperate for that to be like written into it. You know, he's like, <laughs> okay, how do I yeah. know he's not going to come after me? And Don Corleone basically says, "I'm tired of this. You know, if you know, if you're happy for tired it, tired of the bloodshed." Yeah. yeah, and he says, "All I want is that I can bring Michael home, and there won't be any, you know, if he he says something like, if he happens to be, you know, uh, unfortunate and fall and break his neck, or you know, shot mm. by the police, or like he hangs himself in a cell or something, then I will blame everyone around this table." Oh shit! Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. Good. He threatens all. Of I've them. been I've been desperate for Corleone to get ruthless. Yeah. All of a sudden. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I've wanted him to just go. Do you know what? Fuck him! I'm gonna go nuts. He does kill everyone. Yeah. It's sick. He threatens everyone, but in a in a really, he's given them what they want. But also, mm. he said, if you do anything against me, you fuck me. I will fuck I you will up. Fuck yeah, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I love that. I love that. He says, he said, he literally says, uh, if anything happens to Michael, I will break the peace, which is just brilliant. Yeah. I really <laughs> yeah, that like is that. great line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's so threatening yeah. without, without being, being an actual threat. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, I will break that peace. <laughs> and uh, that's the, for them to know, oh, he'll break. Yeah. 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 Oh, and we will be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
he tried to kill his man by shooting him multiple times in the back. Yeah, and he did. And he die. fucking survived. Yeah. Um. So the guy who the guy who chaired the meeting is a is a guy from a family called the Barzinis. Yeah. And when Corleone leaves this meeting, he's in the car with Tom, and Tom's like, "God, I'm I'm shocked that you you know you gave them everything they wanted." And he's like, I needed to do that meeting to know who was really behind all this stuff. And he's like, yeah. now I know it's the Barzinis who are pulling the strings. Because the, the the guy leading the meeting was like, he didn't ever say, you know, you need to do this, you need to do that. But he was like, yeah. it would be great if you helped this family, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, he was clearly like in charge. And Corley- <laughs> So he's just like, well, yeah. you're the guy who's pulled all the strings, yeah. so you're fucking Well, late. exactly. Corleone yeah. is like, you know, it's all come from him. It's all come from him. I know it has. He's been in the game long yeah. enough to know when someone is the puppet master. So Michael comes home and we get a scene where he goes to see Kay, who it turns out is yeah. also a teacher because there's almost an identical scene to when he first meets Apollonia where she's just walking through the streets with some kids that- <laughs> from the school apparently that's the thing teachers women do. who are good with kids he really does um and she says how long have you been home and he goes a year maybe longer <laughs> i know Shit. yeah what an asshole <laughs> i know it's insane it's genuinely insane <laughs> she just got back <laughs> he's still got his tourist hat on saying i love italy <laughs> he's like <laughs> still dragging a suitcase behind him yeah he's like I got back a year ago. What's <laughs> with the suitcase? Just fancy carrying it around. <laughs> Just to let you know, I got a wife. Uh, I got with her and then she blew up. So, well, he, uh, you're interested. He never mentions his wife again. Okay, well, yeah. that's good. Yeah, he's a real sound bloke. Um, he explains to Kay that he's working for his father now. He's in the family business and Kay oh, okay. knows what the family business is. Yeah, whacking off dudes. Yeah, whacking off guys left, right and centre. And she says to him, that's not you. She says that your family deal in murder and that's not what you do. And he's like, my my dad's a different man. You know, he's getting older. He knows the way yeah. that this is going. The, the- he, deals in, he deals in human trafficking and drugs as well. <laughs> well, Michael just says to straight to her face, he's like, the family will be legitimate in five years time. Five years, that's the way we're going. We know that the money is in, you know, legitimate business. We're getting out of this gangster shit and we're going to be legitimate. We're going to be a completely legitimate operation in five years' time. Bullshit. Utter bullshit. It is utter bullshit. Yeah. And then he bullshits him more because he's like, he says, I've got a 19 inch. <laughs> <laughs> My dick is the size of Luca Brazzi. Of course, yeah, it's that's it. 2,200 meters long. <laughs> <laughs> oh god no he he really bullshits her because he, he he's like um i need you k i need you you know i've always loved you uh i love you forever i want you to be with me i want you to marry me and then michael's an ass he is a he is a real asshole because he shows his hand because he goes i want to have children with you and all that and like that's the real kicker is that he knows he's in with the family now and he knows he needs to carry on the Corleone uh, bloodline. So now he's yeah. So he needs to find someone to have kids with. So it's real. It's real. He's doing K the dirty. A, no, but it, yeah, he's doing K dirty. But weirdly, it's like a weird loyalty thing of like he he, he jibbed the family off, 
he came back. He was sort of just tertiary. Uh, went to the wedding. You know, he'd been all, he'd been at war or whatever. He's been at war here. Came back. Didn't really know where he stood within the family. But obviously, Don Corleone loved him to bits. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now he 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 did what he had to do for the family. You know, blowing those dudes away, whacking those guys off in the restaurant. <laughs> and then he went away, sort of learned a bit about like trying to get away mm-hmm. but then obviously his new wife <laughs> blew up and died mm-hmm. so he's come back and has obviously decided that there is literally no out yeah. to the family so he may as well lean in and if he's going to lean in he has to you know be a bit of a shitbag to Kay but it's the only way he can lean into what he has to do as or what he thinks his responsibilities are so in a way it's it, it it's a super conflicted character, and do you know what? It's amazing. It's so. It's, <laughs> I'll, I'll give it that. It's such a good character. It's so brilliant because you've absolutely yeah. nailed it. Like this whole film is the moral corruption of Michael, and like seeing yeah. his descent back into the family. And it's not in this film, but later on in the series, he gives the classic line of "I keep trying to get out, and they keep dragging me back in." And that yeah. you know that is exactly his conundrum. Like he's he you know. He is, he is the moral character until he isn't, you know, and then all of a sudden yeah. he's the Don, because he's the he fucking bad yeah. man. No, I, I tell you what, mate, as a, as a film, this sounds fucking brilliant. It, it's basically Breaking Bad before Breaking Bad was the thing, you know, it's a guy who was a good guy who becomes mm. suddenly the bad guy. I, I did have to stop watching Breaking Bad, though. At what because, point? Well... Um, it was. I was watching it, and I was watching it religiously, and it got to about halfway through season four, um, and I was in a bit of a poor mental state, mm. uh, like in my own head. Yeah, and the show was just getting real dark. Yeah, yeah. And I thought I need to stop watching this, or I'm gonna end up killing myself. Yeah. yeah. So I was yeah. like, no, I need to stop. Uh, so I stopped because i needed to watch some comedy and i just never sort of went back to it so i really do need to watch breaking bad all it's, the way through. it's hard to get back into once you've taken a break from it it was this I'm sure it is because i know there's literally almost 40 hours of show i need to re-watch yeah. in order to get because yeah. this was like years ago yeah. that i stopped watching it and then once you've done that and once you've not watched it for a year it's very tough yeah i will signpost this by saying spoiler alert was the bit that you ditched out on um, the Kristen Ritter murder? No, it was after that. Oh, was it, it really? Was, um, it was an episode or two after um, Jesse fucks up with something and then Walt comes in and runs over their men and shoots him in the head on the street as they're walking away dying. Yeah, I think... And I was like, oh, I can't do this anymore. The bit... <laughs> the... My head's in such a bad place, <laughs> I can't deal with this anymore. I wasn't, yeah. you know, I wasn't... I wasn't suffering with any 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 mental health issues i wasn't i wasn't in a low place but the bit where i was nearly tapping out of that series was where he just leaves her to die you know he just walks in and sees her overdosing and he's just just like like, "Mm." fuck this girl she's gonna die i was just like that's "That's really grim that's really grim yeah i mean that that show does characterization down to an absolute t but that show had again like you know 40 50 hours of tv to do it yeah this film had three hours well, i mean it's still a long film yeah. but it, it had like three hours and it seems to have done that perfectly in, in such a short period of for time for a lot of characters as well there's a lot of characters yeah. who get a yeah, really oh, yeah. well developed arc yeah and 
films really struggle with character development like all the way through there's certain films that do it really well and there's certain films that do it really poorly and sacrifice it just so they can get more stuff in Mm -hmm. that they think that the consumer will want um and sacrifice the character development harry potter being like the i know it's a kid's thing but that sacrificed so much character development so they could just get you know the scenes that they thought were necessary into the films yeah yeah um uh, some at home will be able to tell that I've been re-listening to the audio. <laughs> <laughs> Francis, which I do for most years. Francis Ford Coppola, man, he's the Donald. He's the absolute yeah. Donald of filmmaking. But then now, they, exactly. So three three hours. And I know there's multiple films, but they've just managed to hone the characters down to a fine art yeah. of just being like, this is what they need. This is what they're doing. This is how they act. To the point where an arsehole who hasn't seen the film can understand the characterization of Michael through you telling yeah. me it. Yeah. And and also feel for him mm-hmm. and understand why he's being a prick at the end because, yeah, he is being a prick, but it's sort of what he has to do. Yeah. Yeah. He's got the whole pressure of history yeah, and his understand family. understand the strife of Michael. Yeah. 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 So back at the Corleone household, Michael's making big boy moves. He's strapped his Billy Big Bollocks on. Bam! He's got them. He's got them in. I don't know if that got <laughs> by the uh, microphone. There. He's telling people what they need to do. Uh, at this point, Clemenza, the the guy who's been with them this whole time, the guy who whacked off Paulie, uh, he's like, he's speaking to Don Corleone, and he's like, "You promised me, um, if we got to a certain stage where we were, you know, we were worried about the way things were going, and we were, we wanted to look after ourselves, we could go off and form our own family, me and Sal." And Don Corleone is like, do you trust my judgment? And Clemenza's like, yeah, of course, Obviously. I trust your judgment. And he's like, um, Michael's in charge now, and I need you to be a friend to Michael. And Michael says, listen, Clemenza, you can go off and form your own family with our blessing. You can do it. Once we've done this Nevada job, he keeps referring to it as he's like, once we yeah. do the Nevada job, then then you can go off, and I'll be I'll be absolutely happy for you to do that, you know, and blah blah blah. And he's he's talking to people and he's sending people off, and he sacks Tom, the lawyer, and Tom's like absolutely shocked, and he's like, I'm sorry, Tom, you're out the family, um, because he says that he needs a war time. This is all Michael now, yeah, yeah. This is Michael. He's like, we need a wartime consigliere, and you're not a wartime consigliere. So that's what Sonny said. That's what Sonny said. Yeah. And then he, he assigns... He should be thanking his lucky stars he didn't get whacked off there and then. He should. He definitely should. <laughs> and then Michael assigns his father, Don Corleone, as um, consigliere, as as his consultant. Man, he's not a very good lawyer. He's not He's not a trained lawyer. He's definitely he not a he, trained is he, is lawyer. Is he learned? <laughs> Is he learned in the law? He's uh, he's street learned, is what he is. So <laughs> I don't know if that quite cuts it. An actual, literal court of law. <laughs> when the what people have known as a crime lord walks in and goes, "Now I put it to you, the jury," and they just go, "You're a crime lord, Mossy." No. He's been whacking off guys since you were in diapers, so. He knows what it's about. <laughs> he knows what it's about. This is an American film. I'm getting into it. He's been whacking off guys <laughs> since you were in diapers. Like that. That's since you were in diapers. Di- that was Australia. When you were drinking a coffee. 
Timey kangaroo down, sport. Yeah, no, I got really aggressive. Really Australian, yeah, it was insane. I tried, to, I tried, just tried to accentuate the accent as much as possible, <laughs> and it got to the point where it was too far. I like it. Kawapi. <laughs> um, so earlier the family sent Fredo out to to Nevada, and you didn't really know what was going on. And then this Nevada job that comes up now, this is where it all ties in. So Michael flies out to Nevada, Las Vegas, and he thanks <laughs> yeah you're welcome in case you were wondering whereabouts in nevada you're like nevada just in the like... desert just where the just in the <laughs> desert where are they? i think it's in the desert it's on the moon <laughs> i can't remember and um michael flies out and he arrives in this casino and he he arrives there and fredo is like he's a completely different fredo was always like a bit of a, sl- a sleaze ball and like a bit of a yeah, weird a looking weasel, guy right? yeah 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 and when he arrives in Las Vegas, Fredo has got his hair slicked back. He's in, like, this gold blazer. He just fucking looks like a Butlins rep, basically. <laughs> so a real cool guy. So, someone who shouldn't be allowed around kids. Yeah. But, yeah, he is. But someone, <laughs> the whole job. someone who yeah. whacks off guys for a living. That's what Fredo looks like right now. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> He's a real sleazy fixer, is what Fredo has become. Oh, and he leads Michael up to this room and he brings him into this suite and he's like, yeah, it's the best suite in the hotel. He's got Johnny Fontaine on, on a, uh, a table full of girls and he's like, we've got girls, we've got alcohol, you can gamble, blah, blah, blah. And Michael is just like, Fredo, what the fuck is going on here? Like, I'm here on business. Get these girls the fuck out of my room. And Fredo's like, <laughs> Fredo's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, get these girls out of this room. And so Fredo's like, you're going to have to leave. And so these girls, like, kick up a bit of a strop and walk out. Oh. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And then um, Michael sits down and he starts talking to Johnny. And he says, listen, um, the the Godfather's done everything for you. You know, you owe him a couple of favours. And Johnny's like, no, absolutely. I, you know, I owe my entire career to the Godfather and whatever yeah. he needs, I'll do. And Michael's like, we're going to buy out this hotel. We're just going to go completely. Because they're, they're, at the minute, they're like 50-50 with a hotel owner. And they own 50% of the casino. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he owns Yeah, it. and they're like, now we're going to buy the entire hotel. And we're just going to run it as a as a completely legitimate business. Obviously, like gambling, but, you know, that's legitimate in, in those yeah. places. Um, And so they're like, we're going to completely buy out the hotel. We want you to be our main like attraction we want you to be the the entertainment like five days a week and they're also like and if you want to speak to some of your friends in in the music industry in the film industry and get them involved on the entertainment Mm. that'd be brill we want you as now a very big film star uh we're gonna do a film where i'm not gonna lie mate you're gonna whack off a load of guns (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be an hour and 30 minutes all it's gonna be is you whacking off guys. Yeah, it's is that okay? And he's like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> yeah, it's a film of my dad's life. You're gonna be playing my dad, and you're just gonna be whacking off guys left, right, and center. He's gonna be whacking off guys. Occasionally, guys will whack off you. Uh, is that okay? And he's like, no, "You really need to clarify." Yeah. And then I don't Michael's know the like, gangster what, lingo. What do I need to clarify? Uh, are you being immature, mate? Because it's pretty yeah, clear what it's that means. Quite self-explanatory. Yeah. What you're gonna have to do if you don't fucking, and that is whack off guy. If you don't fucking whack off a guy, you're gonna sleep with fish. <laughs> this guy's just like, <laughs> and he's like, I don't want. I it, don't are we know talking what about Guillermo's new film because <laughs> Guillermo has pitched this to me. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I. 
<laughs> yeah. Luca Bratti in the shape of water. <laughs> no, Luca Bratti couldn't be enemy. He's too tall. He's too tall. He couldn't get in the tank. <laughs> He'd just have one foot in. One foot the little, in. the little one fish man just be humping his, his humping his leg <laughs> like a dog. Oh, God. Um, and so they tell him this, and and, and Johnny Fontaine is like. I owe everything to the Godfather. I will, you know, of course, I'll be entertainment, blah, blah, blah. And then Fredo's like, you're going to have to tell Mo Green, who's the guy who owns the casino, you're going to have to tell Mo that that this is what you're doing. And he's like, yeah, bring him up. And so they bring Mo up in the elevator and Mo comes out and he's like a full-on sleazy. He's like, Michael, baby, like, happy to see you. Uh, he's a sleaze boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you see the way baby or a sleaze Yeah, boy, and he, he sits down across the table and he's like, he's thinking it's like, you know, a standard. He's come to check out the casino. He's come to have a gamble. He's come to sleep with some women, etc. And yeah. they, they tell Mo that he's out uh, and that they're going to buy the entire casino. And Mo's like, what the fuck do you mean? He's like, I'm fucking... Billy Big Bollocks of Las Vegas. There's no getting rid of me. I am this casino. He's like, you own you you I am the law. Yeah. Yeah. It's an it's another case. It's like the director. It's another case of someone completely overstepping. Because like oh, yeah. these people professionally kill other people. <laughs> so just fucking step in line. Like, why would just you be, be like, a little shit on? Yeah. But then Mo reveals his cards because he's like, I've been te- I've been speaking to the other crime families. Oh, shit. And he's like, and the other crime families will do me a deal where they'll provide the protection, but I still get to keep my half of the casino and the and the hotel. And Michael's so like, they, oh, well. gone on the handed. Yeah. Michael, unperturbed, he's just like, oh, well, that's a real shitter, but we're still going to buy you out. And he's like, <laughs> think about a number and uh, we'll we'll buy you out in the morning. And just mm. And just walks off and goes to bed. And he goes, infinity. He's like, it's not a number. That's not a number, mate. It's not a number, dickhead. <laughs> Think of a different one. He's like, seven. <laughs> Shit. Can't <laughs> 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 get seven dollars, can't you? <laughs> Diddled. Classic. Classic businessman technique. It is a classic technique. <laughs> it, is, it is. Classic technique. <laughs> so, we cut back to Don Corleone and his house. And Michael is sat in the garden with Don Corleone and they're having a conversation. And Don Corleone says that, you know, he's training Michael, basically. He's telling him everything he knows and, like, chatting him through. He's Donald in him. He's Donald in him. And then... Turn him into a Donald himself, yeah. And then he gives him this little bit of insight that he was like, I never wanted this life for you. He's like, with mm. with your... With the way you went and the, the education you had and all this kind of stuff, I was hoping you'd be a senator or a governor... You could completely go legitimate and you'd earn your money in a completely... He's like, I joined the army, so I couldn't be a senator. (laughs) That's nonsense. (laughs) Um, And then he starts talking to him again. And he's like, you can tell he's slipping because he he keeps bringing stuff up. And Michael's like, we've talked about this. You know, I've covered this. It's it's fine. It's all sorted. So Corleone's going out of his door. Yeah, he's getting getting old, basically, is the thing. He's getting dementia. But then he he gives Michael a top tip. He says that... The the Barzini's because obviously Corleone knows the Barzini family are the ones who are pulling the strings yeah. the whole time. He says someone's going to come to you and try and arrange a meeting with the Barzini's. Whoever does it, whoever comes to you to try and arrange that meeting, they're the traitor. That's the one you want to cut out. Fredo in it. 
well well we get a scene later of um donald corneone playing with michael's son and yeah. they're like they're just having a proper granddad grandson interaction you know it's really cute and they're having a fun time and the uh Donald's running through this field and he's like, ah, oh, he's going to chase the kid. And then all... through a field of wheat. Yeah. He's literally boy. running through a field of wheat. Yeah. No, that's the naughtiest thing you can do. <laughs> and then uh, old Donald has a heart attack in the field. Oh, shit. Donald dies. He has a heart attack and he genuinely, this time, genuinely cream crackered. I didn't know that. I didn't know he died yeah, in this film. Donald, Holy shit. Donald's a goner. He's dead. Oh, man. He's dead. Why do people like the other ones then? He, well, I thought Brando was just the best part. Two, two has a really good reputation because it's all about Michael taking over. Oh, okay. Three goes down the shitter. Still worth a watch, oh, really? but it's it's nowhere near as good as one or two. Yeah. Um. And so Sal, the you know, uh, the guy who was giving Michael advice on how to deal with the meeting with the drug dealer and the uh, chief of police and. Uh, mm told him about strapping the gun who's been like part of the family for years he's a real old guy he's like 70 he's something cool, he's a real yeah. nice guy uh at the funeral of don corleone uh sal comes up to michael and he says um i've spoken with the barzini family and they want to arrange a meeting with you oh shit so it's sal sal sal's the rat sal's the asshole sal's the rat and uh michael is just like oh have you been speaking to the Barzini family? And Sal's like, yeah, yeah, just, you know, keeping relations and stuff. And he's like, they want to have a meeting. And Michael's like, okay, um, yeah, tell them, tell them to arrange it and everything. In the meantime, there's this, there's this thing of obviously being Godfather is like a big thing in this film. Connie. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's called the Godfather. It's called the Godfather. Connie asks Michael to be the Godfather to her baby with this abusive husband that she's with. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. So Michael, he, he does genuinely like take quite a bit of time to consider it. And then he's like, okay, mm. I will be Godfather to, to this baby. Well, it's because it means if they those two die, then you have to look after a kid. And if you don't want a kid, it's fucking It's nightmare. real grim, isn't it? Yeah. That's why I'm asking you to be Godfather if we ever have children. Yeah, <laughs> so I have to just get lumbered <laughs> yeah, with your Because I just want to punish you for life. Yeah, Finger, well, I'm, I definitely won't drown Fingers it. crossed I go early. Uh, 100% won't drown it. Promise you. <laughs> um, and so, oh, God. they talk about this meeting, and Michael says, everything will happen after the christening. We'll get the baby christened, and then we'll sort out all the, the family stuff, and we'll sort out all the business. Yeah. So we're at this christening, and it's going on and the the priest is like christening the baby and talking to michael in the meantime you see all the people that you've seen before like all of um michael's family um clemenza and all those kind of guys they're all walking yeah. around the streets and they're all carrying things and like they're they're off on various jobs and then you see various like crime lords the heads of the crime families doing different things one of them is like uh, a massage parlor the others are like a hotel having drinks and stuff yeah. and then um as this it's a brilliant scene it's really hard to describe but as the christening's going on you see like the priest talking and talking to michael and like do you renounce satan do you do this and that and michael's like <laughs> i do and all this and he's like putting yeah, the cross an yeah, yeah he's putting the cross on the baby and all sorts as yeah. this is going on 
all of Michael's men simultaneously are busting in the doors of the five crime lords of for the families and, just, doing and just fucking whacking them off. Just whacking really? them off. He's just whacking off he's all just, the guys? He's whacked off everyone. Literally oh, everyone. And like, the Catholics won't like this. Well, this is the thing. Like the, the, the Banzini guy who's been pulling the strings, he's like, Michael's legit. He doesn't know the business. Yeah. He's just going to come to this meeting like a little fucking fanny and he's going to turn up and like we're just going to... Yeah, yeah, we're just going to blast him away. We're just going to blast him away and then we'll be the well, bosses. That guy just got whacked off. He wasn't expecting an ahead of time just Michael Double just... whack off. Yeah, Because Michael's like, oh, we'll just go to the christening. We'll christen Connie's baby. Meanwhile, all his guys are just out on the streets just fucking whacking off just guys. fucking whacking off guys. It's... You whack off that family, whack off this family, just whacking them off left, right and centre. It's fantastic. Honestly, it's... Well played, Michael. It's such a good scene. And like the whole yeah. thing about like... As the priest's talking to Michael and being like, do you renounce Satan? You're seeing, like, Clemenza just with a shotgun just fucking blasting people to death in a yeah, lift. It's just whacking them off yeah. there. And, and it's like, Michael's hands technically are clean. You know, he's he's yeah. ordered the hit, but he hasn't carried it out. Like, it's so good. That's really cool. Yeah. So it sets up for the next one. Yeah. yeah now that's rad. I like it's, that a lot. It's so good. And then there's a scene where you see Sal and he thinks that the meeting with Michael and uh, Barzini is going ahead. And he's with Tom, the lawyer. And Tom Mm. is back in the family now, but Sal doesn't know that. And Sal and Tom are talking and they walk up to this car and Tom goes, um, oh, we're going in separate cars. And Sal's like, oh, what do you mean? That's That's not the plan. And Tom's like, no, I know, but that's what Michael's asked for. We go in separate cars. And then these, like, six guys surround Sal. Yeah. And Sal just, like, looks around, knows what's happening, and he turns to Tom, and he goes, um, any chance of letting me off for old time's sake? And Tom goes, like, Tom goes, I can't do that. Sorry, guy. Uh, six guys can't six to whack Six guys you are going to whack you off in a car. And, and you, you might enjoy it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how it feels. Who knows? I've never, I've never been whacked, been whacked off. off. And, and Sal goes, <laughs> if you see Michael, can you tell him? Um, it was nothing personal. It was strictly business. And yeah. Tom just goes, he knows. He knows it was business. And then... Well, it's tough shit. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. And then these six guys just march Sal off into a car and just drive off. <laughs> oh, shit. Sal's getting whacked off. Off screen. Yeah. I mean, cars usually seat five as well, so there's some guy sitting on someone's <laughs> lap in there. <laughs> it's the best way to whack someone off. <laughs> the best way to whack someone off is you sit on the lap. I tell you what, though. If you were to try and like take someone to somewhere, having another an extra guy, it, like because obviously you want the guy you're about to whack off to sit in the middle seat at the back, so you just have another guy ready to just sit on his lap. He's like, "What are you gonna do? You can't fucking go anywhere, mate. What are you gonna do? You gonna shag me to death? Like, what are you gonna do?" <laughs> That's such a fucking insane power move. Have someone, that's what I'd do. Have someone, if I was the Don, if I was Donald, that's what I'd be doing mate, to everyone I want. Honest off. to God, honest to God, I think you'd build a reputation as the most disturbing Donald of all time. I if you so. always had a, if you time, always yeah. had a sixth man sixth to man. sit on the lap of the person yeah. who was going to get whacked off to drive them into the woods, they could dig their own grave. But there's going to be a man sat on their lap the whole time. Oh, I don't like it at all. That's weird. Turning around, maybe bouncing a little oh. bit occasionally, just being like. How you doing there, fella? And he's just be like, my legs are dead. And he's like, oh, I'll be more than your legs dead in a minute, you fucking <laughs> asshole. That's so creepy. I don't like it. You shouldn't. You, you shouldn't have 
shouldn't have gone against the family, man. You are Otherwise, a, you wouldn't get the lap, you are the a lap nef- sitter. You are a nefarious Donald. I don't like it. Yeah. Remind plus, me never to cross like, you. It would be like the sort of family bitch mm. who then has to sit on... It'd be the lap man until they leveled up to be like, oh, well, now you can move on to, you know, whacking guys off yourself. But until then, you're the lap guy. <laughs> so in this film... Anyone new in, comes into In this the film, Fredo is the lap guy. He'd be the lap Fredo's guy. Fredo's the lap guy. He'd be the 100% the lap <laughs> he's guy, the yeah. sick, He'd be sitting he's, on the he's the sixth man. He's the sixth man. In you get man. Fredo. Sit on that guy's lap. Sit on that guy's lap until they go. He digs his own grave and you shoot him in the head. That's what I'm after. Make his knees nice and weak so when he's digging, he's really struggling. And then bang, down he goes into the woods. Put the soil back over in the car. Off he goes. <laughs> That's so weird, mate. That's so insane. I don't think it is. It is. It's it really is. weird. Okay. So, we're nearly at the end of the film. Fucking I know. Up. Michael goes to see Connie's fella. He was called Carl, I think. Yeah. He goes to see Carl and they they get into the house. It transpires. You know, before Carl mentioned at dinner that he wanted to be part of the family and he wanted to be more involved yeah. and they shut him down. Sonny shut him down. Yeah, he said you're a bitch. Yeah. He has since gone off to the other crime families oh. and given them information to pay them off. As well, there's just beating the now... Uh, yeah, Don's well, as well smashing the shit out of his wife. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's been. Oh, I hope Michael kills him. He's been working for Barzini. He's been working yeah. for the main crime boss, and so Michael turns up at his house, and it's real intimidating. He like he turns up, and Carl just instantly starts crying. It's it's insane. It's so horrible. Is it? And Michael's just <laughs> yeah, like that doesn't sound intimidating. Too far. Yeah. Well, Michael's like his dad. You know when uh, at the start when Johnny Fontaine starts crying. Oh yeah, Michael. Yeah, and Don Donald is just like oh, be a man. Down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Michael's Michael's just yeah. like Michael gives him a little tap on the cheek, and he's like, "It's all right, you know, we're family." You know, he's like, "What am I gonna do to you? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make my sister a wit. I'm not gonna make my, you know, a son. Yeah, uh, you know." And then he he says, "Grab him a seat," and and the the guys he's with grab him a seat, and they sit him down, and he's like, "Make him a drink," and they make him a drink, and they give him the drink, and he he's sitting there having a drink, and Michael sat there, and he's like, "Listen, um." Who have you been? Who have you been talking to? And Carl goes, "No one, no one, no one." And Michael goes, "It really insults my intelligence when you oh, when you oh, lie to my face." I'm genuinely in. Yeah, by the way. I'm so, so invested in you telling me about it's this film. So it good, so fucking good. He's like, "It insults my intelligence when you lie to my face." He's like, "I'm not going to kill you, but I need you to tell me who you were talking to." And um. Carl breaks down. He starts crying more. He's he's full on sobbing. It's really like yeah. you know to see a, a man God, real cry. Yeah. And he he tells him that it's Barzini. Barzini approached him, asked him for information. He gave him information because he wanted to be involved in this in this gangster life. Um, yeah. And then Michael goes, "We've bought you a, a one way ticket to to Vegas to Nevada. We want you to get on the plane. Fuck off. Just just go. Get on there." There's a car waiting outside. It will drive you to the airport. Get out, and and we never want to see you again. And yeah. and Carl's like, thank you, thank you, thank you, and like kissing the hand <laughs> and everything. And they drag him outside, and they they let him go down the stairs. And he he runs to this car, and he gets in the car. And there's a driver in the driver's seat. He gets in the passenger seat, and the driver sat there, and he doesn't start the car. 
and then out of the shadows, Clemenza leans forward from the back seat oh, man. and just piano wires Carl to death. Oh, shit. And it's really good. Carl, like, gets his feet up on the dashboard and, like, kicks out mm. the um, windscreen. But yeah, it's not, like, yeah. trying to escape. It's, like, the death throws, you know, his, his feet are just oh, kicking yeah. out as he's, like, dying. That's it's, amazing. Oh, it's yeah. grim. And they just fucking... Michael is ruthless. Yeah, they just fucking murder yeah. Carl. So, the final scene of the film... Michael's in Don Corleone's office. He's sat around. The rest of the family are all sat around him. And his wife's there. Kay's there. And they're just like sat around and they're just chatting. And then Connie just bursts in. And she's like, you fucking bastard. You killed my husband. You know, you killed him. You yeah. killed him. You fucking murderer. And she's like, she's going in. And she's like, um, she turns to Kay. And she's like, do you want to know how many men he's whacked off? You wouldn't believe how many men he's whacked off. <laughs> <laughs> and she, and she, he wouldn't believe how many men he's walked on. And she's like, "That's your husband. That's the man you've married." You know, blah blah. And she's like, "Fucking I've seen him on his incognito." <laughs> she's screaming, absolutely screaming, bloody murder. And Michael brings her in close and like gives her a hug. And then he's like, oh. he, he brings one of his guys over and he's like, "Take her out." You know, she's hysterical. Fuck uh, yeah. And this guy like he takes her out the room and walks her out. And then Kay turns to him and goes, is it true? And he's like, have you been whacking off off guys? And Michael goes, what are you talking about? And she's like, what Connie's just said there, is it true? And Michael gets really angry and he like slaps the desk and he's like, don't you ever fucking ask me about the family business. Don't you dare ask me if I've been whacking off men. Don't you dare ask me about whacking off men. And then his wife's like, I need to know if it's true. And he sits down in the seat and he goes, just this once then. Just this once I'll let you ask me about the family business, but never again. And and she goes, is it true? Now, bear in mind in this scene, Connie has no reason to lie. And also, yeah. it's going to transpire that her husband is dead. There's no way out. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's pretty obvious that someone has killed Carl. Someone's, someone's, someone's whacked off, off Carl. So Kay turns to Michael and goes... Is it true what Connie said? Did you kill her husband? And Michael just brazen-faced looks at her and goes, No, I didn't kill him. Well, he's not lying. Technically not lying, yeah. He didn't kill him. At which point, Kay just goes, Okay, and just walks off into the hallway and just fixes herself a drink. And then, while she's in the hallway, she's making herself a drink. She turns around and she sees a load of the family, like, close in on Michael as he sat in Don Corleone's chair in the desk and then one of them just walks up to the door and just closes it slowly and she's like locked out so it's like this oh, it's so like Kay is outside of the family yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. she's not she's important not part she's of the family. just a breather yeah 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 no I like that that's really good and that is the godfather is the the mate that sounded fucking brilliant it's such a good film man honestly honestly <laughs> it's so good it really is good. No, that, it's one of those films like, where like people of... hype it up you know they're like you've got to yeah. watch the godfather but it's so good. It's so good. And this voice is the sort of voice that I've heard a million times. If you need to watch this, oh man, you need to watch this. And I've just gone, no, and yeah, it just won't interest me. But after hearing this, it sounds like it's fucking brilliant. It sounds like just an amazing film in its own right. Yeah. Like regardless of whether it's Marb or not, it just sounds f- absolutely brilliant. It's just, it's just great the characterization is the best part. Yeah. yeah. The storytelling, the characterization are just fantastic in this film by the sounds of it. Yeah. 
yeah, honestly, you'll love it. It's so, it's so good. It really is good. It's just a, it's just a great. Even though it's like three hours, it's just, it's just a great story. It's so cool. Yeah, it sounds fantastic. And I know how much you love watching guys get whacked off. So it, I just, I can't, can't, can't get it. enough. Watch it every day, can't get enough. Well, speaking about whacking guys off. Guys, if you want to whack us off, you you will find us on... Yeah, do it on social media. <laughs> social media. And that's breakfast <laughs> underscore club on most shit. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you very much for listening to this episode of The Godfather. It's been just fantastic. Uh, like, legit. It's it's changed my head on, on gangster films. Oh, and that brill. Is, I, that I is brill. really hope you've enjoyed it. This is our first episode back of the new year. I thought it had to be something special. It had to be something really yeah. good. So I thought, what better film than, you know, than The Godfather of modern cinema, Cloud Atlas. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it's such a good film. If you haven't watched it, I would recommend it. Um, and thank you very much for listening to the podcast. We really do appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you very much, guys. Uh, and we will see you next week for our <gasps> anniversary. Oh, one year anniversary. For the that's the birthday of the Breakfast Club. That's so exciting. I mean, I've got to pay Happy our birthday, I've got to pay our podcast subscription next week, so we'll see if that goes it. through and if not, we might not be here for the... <laughs> No, we will. That's we will it. come and come and enjoy our one year celebration. We'll be very drunk. That's it. Uh, we will be very drunk. Mm. So Thank you very much for listening and goodbye. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, guys. Bye.